and gentlemen, and welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Heroes, Uncaped Heroes. We are so glad that you've taken time out of your day to join us and be with us and share some of the wisdom and some of the knowledge that we are going to be privy to today. I'm Stacey Johnston, and excited and honored as always to be here with my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you today, Kathy? I am doing fantastic. I'm just glad to be here, blessed to be alive. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I continue to be in awe of the people that we get to meet, right? These people that are heroes to so many people in their everyday lives that they don't even recognize. And, and here on this show, we get a chance to get them up here and uncape the hero for a minute and find out what's underneath and, and who they are. And, and then we get to redress them and put their capes back on at the end and, and honor that in them. And I think that's just such a privilege for me to get to hear the wisdom and share the knowledge from the people that we get to meet. How are you? I, I think my favorite part is shining light on the extraordinary and the ordinary. You know, everybody has a story, and this gives us an opportunity to shine a light on, on that for someone. Maybe they have something that somebody else needs. So I enjoy the circle that it brings. Me as well. I'm honored to, to have this guest with us today as well. I've had the privilege, I've been following this gentleman on Facebook for about the last, I don't know, year maybe, nine months, year anyway, and I just get so inspired by the pieces of wisdom that he lays out every single day. And they might be two minutes and they might be 15 seconds, but they're always filled with these little pieces of gold. And so I'm so excited that he's decided and, and blessed us with his, with his time and his journey today. So ladies and gentlemen, may we please present Dick Powell. How are you today, sir? I am super fantastic good. That's excellent. Then how about you kick us off in that mode and tell us who is Dick Powell, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with you? Mm. Well, Dick Powell is just a real regular guy who kind of grew up on a dead-end street and found his way out of there and moved on to help people help themselves get to where they wanted to go. Um, we have a company called Earth, Wind, Fire, Water Training and Development, where we truly believe if you're not developing yourself, no one else is or will. And so that's really what we do. We work with individuals as well as corporations to build the leadership value of personal accountability. And that sounds really easy, but in today's world, being accountable for yourself seems to be something that's been lost. And so bringing that to the forefront in all of our lives, I believe, is what I was called to do. So that's kind of what we do. If you want to find me, you can always go to our website, which is very easy, ewfw.org. Um, it's pretty darn easy. I'm on Facebook. I've got websites. I've got blogs. I've got all sorts of stuff. Um, but every day you will get the wranglerism before the day on Facebook, and the Wranglerism is really this year has been all my own that I've written myself, uh, things that I've learned along the way. I do have a whole card catalog full of other people's words of wisdom that I've used in the past. And starting off this next year, I'm going to go back to that. I'm going to pull them all out and get, get going new stuff. So that's who and what I do. I like it. You know, you yourself... Cassie and myself all share a similar path in that we are all 
uh, certified through the John Maxwell team. <laughs> and, uh, I am one of the that, founding partners. I was there that first weekend. Um, it was quite an exciting piece to take and be with John. That first weekend, we all went to his home, and we, we were trained and taught at, around his living room table. So big, big difference uh, from where it's at right now. It's, it's grown really large, so big difference. But John has been a big part of my for a number of years. Um, so... You know, that's kind of, we started off with Zig Ziglar, and Zig Ziglar sent me to Jim Rohn, who Jim Rohn sent me to Stephen Covey, and Stephen Covey sent me, when he was being ill, to John Maxwell. So I've studied with a lot of people who are way over my head, and like I said, I'm just a guy from, from a dead-end street who has really spent his life putting together what leadership is, what leadership means, and what, how to be accountable in that both in your personal life as well as your corporate life. So that's what we do. It's so valuable. And, you know, what you said at the very beginning about managing yourself, right, and and being your own leader, that's so important. And I I, like you, I agree. I think that self-accountability is something that is distant, right, needs to be brought back to the forefront, right? We're, We're so easy to point a finger and have someone else be held accountable for the way our life turns out. I, and uh, at the well, end of the day, you know, you can blame yeah. your parents, you can blame the people around, you can blame everybody you want, and you can make all the excuses you want, but they're still going to be just excuses. And, you know, when I made the decision to leave that dead-end street and the folks who lived there, wasn't because I didn't like them. It was just that I knew that I was never going to accomplish anything by staying there. Uh, you know, I still have I still have friends that live there. <laughs> you know, they're still there, um, and I just wanted something different. I wanted to be out and about, and um, gosh, I guess I always wanted to be on TV and radio, and I've I've succeeded with that. Um, always wanted to have a, a, a best-selling book. I've got a couple of those now. Um, so, helping people help themselves—that's that's the key. That's the key. I love it. I always tell people, you can read all the shelf help books you want to, but footwork <laughs> makes the book work. So eventually you have to step up and do something about it. You have to take action on it. And yeah, that's the hard absolutely. part. You know, we Americans oftentimes want things now. You know, we're, we're not sometimes willing to wait or put the work into it. And that's kind of when I read the one question that you asked me who who it was who was kind of like the the hero in my life. It would be my grandfather, who took in a kid who, you know, came from a family had had several children that I was the last one, and there just wasn't anything there for me. So you know, taking me in and and really teaching me my values and morals. Um, he taught me the work ethic. He always had just one rule. If you wanted to eat, you had to go to work. It was pretty easy around his place. Um, but he taught me how to be adventurous and take regulated risk in life. And that is why, you know, when he passed away, I was 13. I went back home till I was 16. But taking those things with me, I knew that I needed to take and get out of that area. I needed to move on. And... When we move on like that, it, it's not because we don't like the people. It's just we need something else. 
and we feel we can mm-hmm. add that to someone else's life. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so with your grandfather being your hero and uh-huh. throughout all the people you've talked to and the journeys that you have been on and all the things, what is one life lesson that you would like to leave with our audience today? Uh, many years ago, after working with uh, Stephen Covey, I, I wrote down on a piece of paper at one of his seminars, and, and it was similar to something he had said, but if you're not planning your life, someone else is and will. And when I wrote those down, those became my things I lived, lived by, and I tried to pass on to others. And when people ask me about it, they didn't realize that when you work for someone else, they're planning your life. They tell you when you're going to go on break, when you're going to have lunch, how much money you're going to make, all those things. They're planning your life. So when you start planning your own life, when you start really putting those goals and opportunities, looking for them, being ready to take and grab a hold of them by doing the ongoing continuous learning that you need to do, it changes the way that you accept responsibility And it also gets you ready for those opportunities as they come around because you sense them and you're ready to take that challenge. You know, there's a risk, always a risk. There's always a danger. Uh, But the adventure of life (laughs) is what that's all about. And, And if you think about it, um, I, I know that, you know, Stacy, you're raising some little people and, that's risk, that's danger, but it's an exciting adventure. Um, you're not maybe seeing it now, but when you get my age and, and they're all grown up and they have their own children and they swarm into your house, it's uh, you go, oh, I, I, I guess I did kind of good. <laughs> and then, yeah, and you know, so go ahead. And Stacy gets to pick up on it from a different point of view from from a grandma point of view you know i think one of the things that i try to teach my kids is big things are scary but wondering what could have been is even scarier you know and that's where you have the procrastination and taking a chance and moving forward uh is difficult because we have to take that risk and mm-hmm. You know, Grandpa always said no risk, no reward. He was talking about farming, but <laughs> but he wasn't know, wrong. <laughs> everything in our life, and if you think about it, um, you know, you make a new uh, make a new dish for everybody for dinner, and and it's a risk. <laughs> Are they going to like it or not? You know, yeah. so it's it's always there. Yeah, I think one thing we need to remind people is that the odds are a lot better than you think because when you take a calculated risk, even if it's not totally calculated, you still have a 50-50 shot. <laughs> and and right. if Those it falls through, <laughs> you just have to learn that, that if it falls through, that was a learning opportunity. Yeah, right. I, I, my grandfather brought me up to, to believe that making mistakes was the most positive thing you could do. Because he kept saying, the more you screwed up, the more you learned. And, you know, it, and that's, that's a point right there. So it's, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Don't be afraid to, to screw up. Just, you know, I'm not saying do it on purpose, but 
I, <laughs> I am saying things will happen. Stuff happens. Life happens. And, you know, we make the best plans, and sometimes, you know, God has different decisions to make on it. So <laughs> what would you learn? And that was a big thing Grandpa always asked. What would you learn? What will you do different next time? It wasn't terrible in his eyes to take and fail at something. You know, there was, there was, failure was a positive in, in his world, not a negative. So, isn't failure the base? Isn't failure the basis for experience? I mean, experience is what you get when you don't get what you went after originally. <laughs> right, and, yeah. and so you learn and you have an experience, right? And then it's what you do with that experience and that knowledge and that you know, because I think knowledge is important, and we all gain it every day. All day long, even the knowledge we accept and the knowledge that we don't. But to take that knowledge and turn it into wisdom and utilize it are two very different things. Right? Well, you can, yeah. kind of like the self-help books Kathy was talking about, you can read and absorb all the knowledge that you want. But if you never utilize it, if you never carry it forward and turn that into wisdom, it's a trivial pursuit game in the closet. Well, it's, 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 not, it's also not sharing it with others. Right. You know that, the river, not a reservoir concept. Yeah, knowledge is not power. Shared right. knowledge is power. Amen. And we all look at things in a different way. I, I, I you know, rose to the top of my profession, um, and when a new company came in and bought the, our old company, they found out I didn't have a college education, and, and they said, "Gee, you get to retire," and it was a, it mm. was kind of a hurtful thing but it was the best thing that ever happened to me on the other side. Um, right. Because I would have never gone and done all the things I've done. So, you just never know. Right. It's beautiful. Okay, so let's, let's, let's turn the wheel a little bit, and let's take this a little different path. And we've learned some beautiful things about you and the wisdom that you have to share and the knowledge that you share around. So let's put you and Zach on the pedestal for a minute and let's put the cape back on you and help you recognize that you are probably more people's hero in a day than you recognize. And so thank you for the space you provide, the wisdom you provide, and just that place that people can come and learn and get better in your presence. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. So with that cape soundly snapped on, wings flying, this is your opportunity and the world is your stage. Of all the things there are and all the words there are, what is your one-line statement to the world? What does your T-shirt say? Oh, gosh, I actually wrote it down, but, I, I, you know, I really think that uh, it's if you're not planning your life, someone else is and will. You know, or it would be build your own library. Read, listen, and question, learn, and then share it with others. That's that's kind of of like my motto. (laughs) There you go. So, you know, it's fine, but you've got to take and do something with it. You've got to take action on it. And and that's the hard part. That's the hard part because some people won't be ready when you're ready to take and provide it for them. Some people have to go and think about it and come back and say, I'm ready now. Um, I've done a lot of life coaching and, and those kind of things in my career, and some people, when they're not ready, you cannot fill the, you just can't fill fill them up. It just doesn't work. 
They have to be ready to be filled. Um, you can't be Mr. Miyagi when, when you don't have a Daniel. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Richard, it's been such a beautiful experience having you here with us today. And thank you so much for just taking the time out of your day, for your honesty, for your, for your knowledge and for your wisdom and being willing to share it. So we would love to all of our audience to remember that we are brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If we can serve you, if we can assist you, if you'd want to talk to us, if you've got a story to share, or you want to have a conversation, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Kath, Richard, as we get ready to wind down, let's take a final statement. Kath, how would you like to leave our audience today? I would like to leave our audience with a challenge a challenge of accountability, right? There's an area in your life where maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's not working out because you haven't taken responsibility for your part in the situation or your actions or your work or whatever it is. You know, there, there's, there's always some of it. But I challenge you to look at an area in your life that you know deep down inside you need to be accountable for and make the next move and do it. Beautiful. I love the challenge. Richard, Dick, we would be honored if you would please take this stage, give us the last 90 seconds, and close out our show for us. How would you like to leave our audience today? I'd like to leave your audience with this one thought. If you're in quandary and you need help, seek it out. You can always get a hold of me at, the, at ewfw.org. You can send me an email. You can take and give me a phone call. You can do whatever you need to do. But if you need someone to talk to, if you need someone to help you through a situation, call me. Get a hold of me. I'm here. Um, you know, the Leadership Wrangler is a guy who is just a, just a regular guy who wears cowboy boots. But the thing is, is I've kind of been around a little bit, and I can help. So if I can help you, get a hold of me. Reach out. I guess that's what I want to say. <laughs>